The following conversation with Bryn Hazel from the Center for Compassionate Living aired on March 29, 2019 on The Point, a daily show highlighting local community members, issues, and events. This conversation focuses on how to talk with people who have different points of view from yours. Other episodes with Bryn can be found through audio.kpov.org slash Friday Point. They're also available through the Center for Compassionate Living at CompassionateCenter.org. This recorded segment is a production of KPOV Bend, 88.9 FM, High Desert Community Radio. Opinions voiced on this segment are those of the host and the guest and do not necessarily represent those of the board, staff, and other volunteers of KPOV. This is how we ended our February conversation with Bryn Hazel. I think that there's a way we can open the door for communication and also recognize that our vehement attacking of the other side on both sides yes. may be working against what we say and profess we want to have happen. So maybe we could talk about this in March, yes? Yeah, I'd love to. Thanks. So, Bryn, that's how we ended February's conversation, and you were so enthusiastic about, yes, Let's explore how to talk to people who have differing points of view, especially politically. What are your thoughts today? Well, I think, first of all, I want to figure out what is my goal? <laughs> is What's my goal in the conversation? Is it this for me to help this person see the error of their ways and how their thinking is so off and how they're so wrong? And if that is really my goal, then I think I need to rethink. <laughs> if that's my goal, I think coming at it from that point of view, from that perspective, is going to work against your your interest, which is to try to help this person understand a different perspective and maybe even think about it and consider it. That's a nice way of saying that often an individual goes into a conversation with the desire to change somebody else's mind. Then they need to see how right we are. And if we want them to understand our point of view, which is how we're thinking, how right we are, then we need to, I think, approach it from a different way. Because if I want them to consider, it's like them coming to talk to me about how stupid I am and how I don't understand and how all my information is wrong. It's, it's not much of a conversation. It's more just of a, a verbal battle. I really do think when I talk to people, it's like, yeah, but, you know, yeah. <laughs> and there's some energy that's released with that kind of conversation. And from my point of view, I don't think it's very helpful. I think sometimes we walk away with more, you know, grr energy than when we started. And my goal in life is not to put out more grr energy in the world, which is sort of separation energy, antagonistic, pushing people away, having that in me. I'm really trying to go for not la-la peace, but more connection. And then with that comes a sense of uh, calm, I want to say it's different. You're still energetic, but it's different than angry or frustrated or grr. And, and I would probably say that most people don't go into conversations with the intention to end up with a grr or an anger or frustration. They, they don't say, oh boy, I can't wait to start this conversation well, so I can be do, mad. Because they'll feel good because it feels good yeah. in a way. You get a little hit. You know, you get a hit of some of the, those good chemicals because you feel like, yeah, I was spoke up. 
and, and at what cost is, is what I think about. And so how do I talk to somebody? First of all, to just notice that they have a different perspective. They come from a different place. They have a different way of thinking than I do. And it's because of their life. Their whole experience is different than mine. So I am curious. That's what I want to be. I want to be curious, like, oh, wow, that's how you think. Tell me more. Tell me where that comes from. Oh, tell me about yourself. Because all of these viewpoints come from the information that they've received, which is different than the information I've received, how we were raised, I mean, all the books we've read. So I think it's important to see us as different especially in a democracy where we need to talk to each other and we need to work things out. Hopefully we're not going to just club each other into submission. So what I want to do in a democracy, which is where we are, we need to learn to communicate and we need to learn to be curious. We need to learn to speak up for what we want instead of shaming and blaming and judging other people. That's a lot what I just said. You were saying at the beginning that it first starts with knowing my intention mm -hmm. and that there's a benefit with recognizing that I'm curious mm -hmm. about how somebody else feels on an issue. So there's a role in listening, too, then. Yes. Not arguing. Right. Yes, listening. Absolutely listening, being curious, trying to understand where they're coming from. I want to say listening to the words that they say rather than analyzing what you think is underneath, what their true motives are versus the words that they're saying. I just saw a great editorial in the New York Times, I think it was, as a communication professor, and this person was saying, this is a huge problem, questioning motives. And it doesn't, like somebody questioning my motives, when I tell you I really care about something, and you're thinking, oh, you really don't care, you just want more money. It's, it, it falls off of me if you say that to me because that's not meeting me where I am. And so it's meeting me where I am and meeting somebody else where they are. So looking, you know, it's very nonviolent communication. If everybody's trying to get their needs met, universal human needs or values, that's where I put my focus. So somebody's talking and I try to understand, well, what need or value are they speaking for? Freedom, justice, equality, fairness. I think about those values and I try to understand and just listen to the words that they're saying. And that helps to create a connection. And then if they start to feel heard and that they have a sense of really somebody wanting to understand them, what happens is they are then more likely to want to understand me. Not because I'm pushing some viewpoint, but because then they have space to be interested because they've been heard. So you're, in essence, saying give what in time you'd like to receive. Yes. You will have a much better chance, in my opinion, of being heard if you are willing to hear. First. Yes. Especially since if you're listening to this, you have this idea <laughs> that I have a better chance of being heard. So I'm not doing it just to manipulate. I'm doing it because... I want a connection. I want to be able to have this person try to understand me, and I am really trying to understand them. It reminds me of Stephen Covey's Seven Habits of Highly Effective uh -huh. People. Seek first to understand yes. and then be understood. Yes, that's it. Sounds perfect. Yeah, it's like wisdom, isn't it? <laughs> and it can be done. And it's so hard to remember, but it's yes, I think that's the start. And we just need to practice it first identifying what it is we want to accomplish 
asking questions for clarification and then truly listening. And then also being willing to say what you want, but in a positive way. Rather than shaming or blaming. Yeah. Thanks, Bren. Uh-huh. Thank you. CompassionateCenter.org. Perfect. You got it. <laughs> we'll be back next month.